Hola, hola, everyone. Welcome back to La Saludable Latina Podcast. I am your host, Lilia Gomez. I created this space to share tips and pointers about women's health issues, but also lifestyle tips, right? Each episode of La Saludable Latina is made with love, support, and empowerment. And let's keep in mind that we're all sisters here to inspire, support, and motivate one another to maintain a healthier lifestyle, but also to create an awareness. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about the essential emergency documents that you should have in your disaster preparedness kit bag. Listas, here we go! Okay, chicas, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to actually talk about what type of emergency documents you should have in your emergency kit. But first, I'm going to start off with why I wanted to do this recording. I was actually sleeping in today and wanted to sleep in today till 8.30 or 9, but that didn't happen because at 6.50 or 7 in the morning, all of my fire alarms started going off and I got up right away. I put my changing clothes on, my tennis shoes, and ran to the door and opened the door only to find my husband been fanning the fire alarm and then a smoke of turkey delicious bacon cooked on top of the stove so i was like oh my god for a minute i thought i was um entrapped in a fire because i'm in the middle of moving and i have a bunch of boxes in the middle of my living room and of course i thought of the worst case scenario because i thought my husband had already left work and then i simmered down went back to bed and and a light bulb came into my mind and i thought i need to do this recording right now because i know I wanted to do it prior but with all the moving and prioritizing and packing I said let me take a good hour out of my busy day to record this episode especially because of everything that's happening with natural disasters we have all seen how Houston Texas got hit thankfully all of my family in Houston was okay and then from there it went to Florida thankfully all my friends in Florida were okay and then from there it hit Puerto Rico and then thankfully from there my extended family from my cousin's sides were okay so it was just an impact one after another and then there was el temblor in Mexico the earthquake in Mexico in Oaxaca Mexico and Mexico City they got hit with an 8.1 if I'm not mistaken and then it was just all disasters happening left to right right so I started to think you know I need to make an awareness right now that I have an opportunity to do this right now before I start packing up all of my desk essentials to talk about some essential emergency documents that you should have. So some of the important things that you want to pack in your emergency kit are going to be the following items, okay? So make sure you pay close attention to these items and make sure you either, one, make copies of the items or you can put your originals. It's really up to you and your personal preference, but I recommend making a copy because obviously your originals you're going to want to keep in other areas um, because you don't want to lose those originals in that bag eventually if you end up losing that bag or you forget the bag so it's really important so here comes the couple of items I think you should have copies of and you can actually use a ziplog bag um, that you can find anywhere at Walmart Target CVS wherever you may find it it's just one of those big bags that have the ziplock on it and you put all of your essential emergency documents in it why because during a disaster whatever it is flood fire water rain or an earthquake quick and all of the debris you want to make sure that those documents are protected so that way you have copies of it also it's really important to have those documents when you check into a shelter and or if you're trying to look for certain accounts in the banks once they start reopening so here i go i'm going to name 
the items that you should have copies of. The first and foremost is your driver's license and ID cards. So in your family household, however number of people live with you, you should make copies of all of their driver's license or ID cards. So make sure you scan them or make a copy and then fold them and then put it into the Ziploc bag. So that can account for everyone in your family. The other item is making an emergency contact list. Now I know we're all dependent on our cell phones. I know we're in 2017 millennium everything's technology at the end of the day when there's a disaster none of your calls are gonna go through none of the calls if you're trying to reach the same person in the disaster area for example if you were in Texas during the hurricane and all of your family members were in that area, you're not going to be able to get a hold of them right then and then. So it's really, really important to create an emergency contact list with at least a couple family members that live outside of the state. And that's for a good example, like if you live in California and you have family in Texas and if Texas got hit with the hurricane, family can actually contact someone in California to let them know, I am okay if anyone else contacts you to make sure we're good then you let them know everything's good and let's still meet at our evacuation route. That's the number one way to do it. Unfortunately, sometimes when you're trying to call into disaster areas, those calls are not going to go through because trust me, the satellite dishes up in the space, they're going to be impacted with so many people trying to make a phone call at the same time that you are. So let's keep in mind, although we do depend on our cell phone, it's really important to write down your important numbers. For example, if you've been to a conference or a meeting and they're always giving out those free notebooks or those free little um, conferences books make sure you take that and actually start writing all of your family contact names and phone numbers your top friends but also in the contact list you want to identify at least two to three clinics that are in your area with a phone number and address at least two to three hospitals in your area or surrounding areas with their addresses and phone numbers and then you also want to identify two to three high schools or schools or churches for shelters. So it's really important to write all of that down because in the midst of chaos, when you have that all prepared into the Ziploc bag, you know where to look for the phone numbers and address and how to navigate to get to the area that you need to be. And also, like I said before, the satellite's gonna be so impacted with so many people trying to make calls that your cell phone's not gonna work. So it's always important to write down your contact list because what if your cell phone dies and there's no charger to charge it? Um, let's think about that. The worst case scenario is, and a good example of this, when I got deployed to Hurricane Sandy in New Jersey, I went with the Red Cross and then my first two days, everything was good. And then all of a sudden on the third day, my cell phone died. I had no way of charging my cell phone. And then once I got it back up and running, it wasn't working properly. So it took me about three weeks after to find a location outside of New Jersey in another area where things were up and running. And I think I remember it was by the university, Rutgers. And I found a T-Mobile and I was like, oh my God, I finally found a store that's open and it's up and running. It took me a while to get a hold of my family and believe it or not my family was very worried about me so the way I was communicating with them was through social media and that's a nice part about you know technology and computers and laptops is I was able to borrow one of the stations from the Red Cross um, warehouse we had set up for all the planning and I was able to just send a Facebook message to my sister saying everything's okay please call my parents and she was in Texas I said everything's okay I am good I'm really sorry it's just that my cell phone died so make a backup plan for a backup plan you guys that's the 
the most important thing. Okay, another document that you should have in your Ziploc bag is copies of your passports, your birth certificates, and your social security cards. Now you're probably gonna think, why do I need to have all those important documents with me? In case you lose everything, and I say when you lose everything, you will lose everything in a disaster. Trust me, I've been there ground zero. And I call it ground zero just because of the impaction that I saw in New Jersey. I literally felt like I was walking through a war zone when the towns were empty and there was just debris everywhere, material everywhere. The houses were all damaged. Landlines were all down. Food and water was very scarce. So I'm telling you from my personal experience to be prepared because it's better to be prepared than not prepared. So why have these important documents? So the reason if you lose everything in a household and it's in your emergency kit bag, at least you have those copies. So if you were to check into a shelter, you can identify each member of your family that's going to be checked into the shelter. Not that I'm saying that they're going to deny your entry, but it's best to go in there being identified because if you go in there checked in and they can't really verify who you are by date of birth, social security, some family members might think you're missing or that you're probably dead during the disaster. So it's better to identify yourself and have those documents prepared so that way they know that you're alive and well and everything's good and you're under the shelter. The shelter is going to be another process of how to cope when you're in the shelter, but I'll probably save that for another podcast episode. Another item that you should have copies of is your medical insurance cards, your immunization records, and a prescription list of all the medications you're taking. Now, medical insurance cards, make sure you make copies of because in case you need to check into a hospital, they probably will have some backup generators. Um, that's the way hospitals are supposed to be set up in case of an emergency. They're supposed to have backup generators on top of another backup generator. But sometimes that kind of fails. But at least if you have your medical insurance card, they can identify you, receive their service. In the midst of a disaster, they're not going to deny any type of service. But it's kind of nice to know if, if you are ready with that proper document and copy, you'll be all set to go. Copy of immunization records is really important if you have children. So when you are checking in a shelter, or hospital and they're asking about the medical history, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, C, um, vaccinations. Um, you want to make sure you show proof that your child is vaccinated and that you're and that you yourself are also vaccinated because you don't want to be getting an immunization shot that you have already received. So don't duplicate vaccination shots unless if it's recommended by the provider or doctor saying there's a certain outbreak going on to avoid from you getting um, that outbreak disease. Okay. Now if you have family members who have like high blood pressure, diabetic, just have certain chronic conditions and they're taking medications, probably more than one, make sure you write the list of medications on a piece of paper and write all of the important medications that they take every day. Because in the midst of a disaster, trust me, there will be no time to get all of the prescriptions ready. Uh, So make sure you make a list of the prescriptions on a piece of paper, but also too, what you can do, you can prepare in advance and take a little bit of the pills that can last you two to three days if you're diabetic or if you have high blood pressure and make little packets of those important prescriptions so that way you're prepared for two to three days and if you have to check into a clinic or a hospital you have a list of the medications that your family member or your loved one or you yourself are supposed to be taking now another important item to have a copy of are your insurance policies and you're probably saying what the heck do i need an insurance policy for so you may want to make a copy of your insurance policy for your car for your house whatever you have in sure basically because if you have insurance for flooding fire earthquake or hurricane at least the insurance knows the address of in the value of the property or of the car or of or of the items that were lost during that disaster so it's really important to have
have copies of all of your insurance policies and place them into the Ziploc bag. Okay, another item that you should have are cash and or traveler's checks. Now people, when I say cash, please do not pack $50 or $100 bills into your Ziploc bag because during a disaster, no one is going to be able to break a $50 or $100 bill, even a $20 bill. I always say go with small bills like $1 bills and $5 bills and lots of coins, okay? The way to carry cash too is make sure you place it into the Ziploc bag along with your emergency documents. And the reason I say small bills is because it's easier for you to purchase water and you don't have to worry about a person trying to break a 50 or 100 um, because they won't be able to. Or you're gonna get hustled for that $1,500 because when it comes to a disaster and trying to provide for your family, you will pay $50 to $100 if it was a pack of of five waters or 10 or 12 because that's all you have so and you will do anything for your family really so make sure you pack small bills versus the big bills and you can also pack traveler's checks in case if you want to have some traveler's checks in there just make sure that they don't expire and that they work with every bank around the area that you're going to be in and also your environments so know your surroundings about businesses and locations schools and churches so you know exactly how you're going to plan your um, evacuation route so that's another topic I will hit in another podcast. Another item that you should have copies of are all of your bank account numbers, credit card, and company numbers. And this is really important because during a disaster, none of the banks are going to be open. And this is why I say make sure you pack small bills because you may think I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to draw money. Guess what? It's going to be shut down. Why? There's no electricity and you will be down without electricity for days, weeks, or months. And I only know this because the first time when I went to New Jersey we were down for weeks and months as a matter of fact they're still trying to recuperate from that hurricane but it's really important to have copies of your bank account numbers because if you lost your wallet or your purse you can go into the bank and verify and pull out one of the copies from your bank account saying this is me here's a copy of my ID and driver's license that I also saved so now if you wanted to withdraw money when the bank reopens you can withdraw money and make sure that all of your accounts are still safe so those are the top priorities as far as essential emergency documents to keep you can actually add or deplete the documents as to your preference but those will be the top priority ones that I will recommend also during this time I really want to focus on the positive of things because I'm seeing on the social media a lot of people are focusing on the negative I know a lot of people have a lot of hate right now for the government the president just the whole commotion of a disaster and how things are actually being taken care of and the action steps that are being taken I want to make sure that we focus on the positive let's work together as a community as an individual as a volunteer to provide what the community needs to alleviate that hunger to alleviate that thirst to alleviate the resources that they need. So whatever small donation that you can make to a nonprofit organization, make sure you double check to make sure that they do accept donations and also make sure you double check that the links are working or also connect with individuals that are doing missionary trips because they're planning missionary trips to donate some items to the needed areas. So please let's focus on the positive because the negative can really take a turn for the South very quickly and we're seeing it as I am speaking taking a trip to the south with the NFL is taking a trip to the south with all the disaster recoveries is taking a trip to the south with social media is taking a trip to the south we're focusing so much on the negative that we're forgetting that we need to stand together in a community and focus how we're going to push forward there's going to be times where you're going to be pushing
pushed to the limit, you're going to want to react and respond to all the negative that's going on. But when you react, it's only including more negativity. And all that negativity is going to be fed into your mind, into your body, into your everyday actions. So let's focus on the positive and keep pushing forward towards the positive so we can work together to let this government and president know we are here together, united, and we will get through it. Because those are the barriers we need to work together with and show, you know, the people who are higher ups, let them know that we're not going to give up. We're going to fight through, but we're going to do it very good as a community in a positive way. And, you know, I know there's people that always want to respond to everything that's going on. But I, t- I tell you this, take the time to focus on something positive instead of the negative. Okay, chicas, con eso las dejo. Espero que les ayudó. I hope this helped you out. And next week's podcast, I'm going to talk about um, evacuation routes to prepare for yourself or for the family. Okay, chicas, hasta luego. Muchos besitos. Espero que se están disfrutando el sabadito. Hasta luego.